Yo, hello, and welcome to this podcast, or should I say good afternoon, because it's probably 4 p.m., or in which case in Jakarta, 3 p.m. And today I'll be talking about the news around the tech world, where I called it Get Plucked, because why not? You just named it after a plug. So with me today is my partner, Chirayu. Hi, Chirayu. How are you doing? Hey, David. I'm good. How about you? Very fine, indeed. So since COVID came in, how is your feel? How do you feel about it? Well, it, it's, a, it's a bit pretty boring life because you're staying home 24-7. You're not even going out. So, yeah, it's pretty boring. Mm. However, it's a bit easier because, like, you don't have to travel to school much. You just, you know, whenever you wake up, just open your laptop and let, boom, you're in the class. There you go. So... Well, for me, um, yeah, it's very chill because we didn't get the chance to go to school, didn't meet with our crazy teachers and all. And yeah, we just chill out, do something yeah, new. Yep, that's true. Mm-hmm. Do something like cooking and all and try some new things like playing a piano. So yeah. Anyways, let's talk about our first news topic pick, which is the Tesla Model S. So Tesla has made a new version called the Tesla Model S Plaid. And the specification is very, very interesting. So zero to 100 kilometers per hour in 1.99 seconds, which is, oof, shock, shocker. Uh, top speed will be 200 miles per hour and the horsepower, 1,020. What do you think, Jerry? That's that's pretty amazing. David, is, is it an electric car? Is it a hybrid or what? Yeah, it's an electric car made by Elon Musk. I see. So it's, it's hybrid? Ah, no, is no. It? Fully electric, bro. Oh, okay. It's fully electric. That's amazing. Yeah, the interior also been changed. Um, instead of a round steering wheel, they change it into a Formula One style steering wheel, which is pretty nice, but at the same time, very bad because you cannot drift properly. <laughs> and also, there's a TV where you can play whatever games you like and also watch movies on YouTube or Netflix, which is very oh, interesting. It's pretty big. It looks yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. And also, it has a giant, enormous trunk and a frunk where you can put your bicycle, helmets, and also some luggages in front. And also have a, you know, charger, a wireless USB-C charger. But the thing is about the USB-C charger is, does anyone use the USB-A? Nah, no one uses it. Right, moving on to the Porsche Taycan, the rival to the Tesla Model S. So... Tesla, uh, Porsche made a cheaper version of their Taycan. It's called the rear-wheel drive. Um, it costs 23,900 pounds, no, dollars. Sorry about that. Um, goes zero to 60 or 100 kilometers per hour in 5.4 seconds. And the top speed, I would say, is around 155, 165, because I'm not sure about it. And... Yeah, one thing I like about this car is it can drift, it can go sideways, it can go donuts, which is pretty cool. What do you think oh, about it's a, 
Is it a racing car? No, no, no. It's a, another electric car, bro. Okay. So, yeah. Even though it's electric car, Porsche have done it again, made a new car. A very fun car that in car enthusiasts like me to like to drive. Like going skidding and all. Yeah. How about yeah. you, Chayo? What's your news? Well, um, I'm going to be moving to photography. I'll start with uh, the new camera, the Sony A1, cam the Alpha 1 camera. Mm -hmm. So the Sony Alpha 1 camera is a high-end full-frame mirrorless camera with a 50-megapixel stack, the BSL CMOS sensor and in-body image stabilization. So yeah, it has the A1 chip. And the A1 chip offers you the blackout free shooting on its giant 9.44 mm dot with a 240 frames per second. That's just incredible. Mm. Also, yeah. uh, in here, it can record 8K if I'm not wrong, right? Right, right. Yeah, um, it can record 8K. It has a mega 50.1 megapixel sensor, but... What it shocks me is the price, which is $6,500, which yeah, you can either nice. buy a used car or a camera, which is uh, confusing for right. a pick. But the specifications just didn't mind that this camera is very strong, very powerful, and it gives you quality output. Right, yeah. David? Yeah, absolutely yeah. mind blown. And this will compete with the so uh, Canon R5, which is another mirrorless camera to right. Sony. Yeah. Let's move to Apple products. Mm -hmm. So, David, do you know what an iPhone is? Yes, it's a Apple smartphone flagship. Am I right? Right. It's a smartphone. Right. Let's talk about the new iPhone SE. See, right. It's pretty cheap. How about it? Uh, $399. That's the cheapest Apple iPhone they have in the market. Mm. It's got about 4.7 inches Retina HD display. It has the new 4G LTE cellular data. Okay. It's got wide camera with an A13 Bionic chip. And it has three hours video playback with a touch ID. Ah. It's water resistant to a depth of one meter up to and for up to 30 minutes. More than that might destroy your iPhone. Right. Uh, I, what I say from a customer uh, point of view is that it's a recommendable phone for someone who wants to convert from Android because, because you know, people want to have cheap smartphones and also Android's like likes to make cheap phones. So, so if an Android user wants to uh, convert to an Apple user, get... You mean, you mean that they're that great... You mean that the quality is not that great as compared to an Apple smartphone? That's what you're trying to say, right? Um, even though, yeah, even though the quality of the iPhone is not as good as their counterparts, the iPhone 11, the iPhone 12, and the iPhone 10R. I mean, it's it's just like a basic and also like something that is very usable phone to say the least, I, as it is cheap. Well, I think for me, it looks, from my perspective, it looks like a premium phone that you're getting for cheap price because you know that the Apple 
looks very stylish, looks very premium, and the, mm -hmm. the software is just outstanding as compared to the Android. It's more user-friendly than the Android. That's from my personal perspective. Yeah, yeah I would agree. Yeah, so I think if, if anyone wants to go for the iPhone SE, that's the best choice because you, you can save up to 300 bucks. That's a lot. Rather than the iPhone 12 and the iPhone 11, which starts from $600 plus. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about the iPhone 11. The iPhone 11 has got the 6.1 Retina HD display. Same, it has the 4G LTE like the iPhone SE. It's got the same processor as well, like the SE, but it's got more battery time than the SE. So it also has a face ID as compared to the SE. The SE only has a touch ID, but this iPhone 11 has got a face ID as well. Uh, the, the both of the phones got the same materials used, which is the glass front, glass used in the front side and the back side, and it's using the aerospace grade aluminum. That's amazing. Mm. The iPhone 11 is water resistant for up to 22 meters and duration on 30 minutes. So the duration is same as well for the SE, but it can it can resist up to two meters of depth. But again, it's not a waterproof. It's just water resistant. So yep. so well, yeah, what's the rating? IP64, if I'm not wrong? Yes, yes, you're right. Mm. It's IP. Yeah, it's not recommended to throw your phone in a pool or in a glass of jug to test. <laughs> it is always yeah to be this to be in the safe side. Always keep your iPhone in a dry area and avoid sun. Otherwise, it might destruct the battery and cause further problems. Right. All right, David. Let's mm -hmm. talk about the iPhone 12. Do you know what an iPhone 12 is, David? Yes, uh, even though it has the same megapixels, it has a quicker chip called the A14 Bionic, if I'm wrong. Yeah, yeah. this smartphone's got the A14 Bionic chip, and it's the fastest chip that any smartphone has got till this day. It's also got a 17 hours video playback, same battery time as iPhone 11, but it's got two times optical zoom range, which is better. You can zoom in and zoom out two times. But it's got a 5G technological band. As compared to iPhone 11 and SE, they still got the 4G LTE cellular. So the 5G is much faster and better than the 4G LTE hmm. because it supports uh, super fast downloads and high quality streaming. It's also got 17 hours video playback, just like the iPhone 11. So that stays the same. And Face ID as well. But the materials used to build this phone was ceramic shield front and four times better drop performance with an aerospace-grade aluminium as compared to iPhone 11 and SE. So it's more stronger than the iPhone 11 and the SE. And its water resistance is to a depth of six meters for up to 30 minutes. Right. Amazing. Yeah. I would say, um, for a customer point of view, if you want to switch from a iPhone 12, then go ahead. Uh, it's like a basic phone because the starting price is middle, middle. And also, it's your first time using 5G, so you want to experience the power of 5G as well as the camera, which the camera is very good. 
as the yeah. you know the camera has 12 megapixels even though it's 12 megapixels apple improved it right all right david let's talk about the macbook so the hmm. macbook comes in three models the macbook air the macbook pro and the macbook mini the mac mini sorry so the mac let's talk about macbook air the macbook air the new latest macbook air m1 has got a new m1 chip the eight core m1 chip and it's got up to 16 gb ram that's a lot mm-hmm. and its storage is up to two terabyte it's got it's also got a 13.3 retina display with a 18 hours battery life that's a lot it's also got a touch id for security perspectives the macbook pro is also similar it's got the 13.3 inch retina display as well the 8 core m1 chip as well and the 16 gb ram it supports up to 8 terabytes of storage and it's got 20 hours battery life that's amazing the apple the macbook pro has also got the touch bar and touch id so you can just increase your volume or increase the brightness of the screen just by tapping at the touch bar mm-hmm. right right i mean if you want to convert from intel to macbook then go ahead because the m1 is amazing i use it every day um simply like a fast MacBook compared to Intel MacBooks. Uh, the loading time is also quick. And also, even though the editing is good and all, the camera is a bit meh to me. And also, yeah. Do you, uh, think, David, do you think that the processor of the MacBook Pro is better than the latest um, AMD processors uh, as compared to the AMD processors? I would say yes, because it's even though it's quicker, AMD has a similar performance to M1. So it depends on personal choice as people want to choose Windows or people want to choose Apple or probably a person who is a Windows user tries to use MacBook or the opposite. So, yeah. I see. Let's talk about the M1 chip, David. So the M1 chip is a new chip designed specifically for the Mac. It it delivers incredible performance, custom technologies, and revolutionary power efficiency. It was also designed from very start to work with the most advanced desktop operating system in the world, which is the Mac OS Big Sur. That's the new OS for the MacBook, with a giant leap in performance per watt. So the every MacBook with the M1 is transformed into a completely different class of a product. This is just not an upgrade, but it's a breakthrough, says Apple. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the Apple M1 chip also has mobile chips inside. So basically, can you imagine one chip has got a multiple chips inside a single chip? You get what I mean, right, David? Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. Because yeah. I use this MacBook to this day. Um, when oh, I bought I when I bought this MacBook, I was thinking How that. How is the MacBook, David? How is the MacBook? How is ah. it? Ah, the MacBook, um, when I used this for the first time, I was blown my mind as it saves up my battery life and also it's quick. So basically what the M1 chip is doing is basically, um, even though it's fast, it's efficient. That's what I'm going to say. So, yeah. I see. 
Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it's got 16 billion transistors and five nanometer processors. Damn, that's just a lot. Yeah, compared so, to Intel MacBooks, uh, it drains more battery than the M1 MacBooks. I see. So what you're trying to say is it has massive CPU performance, right? Yeah, in an efficient way. In an efficient way. All right. Let's move on to the... Right, sure are you. Here is the news about rumors about the Apple Watch Series 7. So the Apple Watch Series 7 will reportedly feature blood glucose monitoring. So it's it's basically this this report mainly focuses on the blood glucose capabilities of the Samsung Galaxy Watch 4, which is the competitor to the Apple Watch. What Apple is intending to do is to bring blood glucose monitoring to the upcoming Apple Watch Series 7 using a non-invasive optical sensor. Um, This type of measure is a vital to managing conditions such as diabetes. Normally measuring blood glucose requires testing a drop of blood in a blood sugar meter or using an implemented continuous glucose monitor. So what do you think about this? I think it's amazing that because your Apple Watch can be a medical watch. Like you don't need to go to hospital. You can just check your blood pressure and the glucose levels from your uh, from the Apple Watch, right? It detects, it's got yeah. sensors. Yeah. So that's amazing. You yeah. can keep a record. So this is why technology is changing our lives, where during the olden yeah. days, we didn't get to have a big TV where it records 4K. All we have watch is like 480. Yeah, in this in this day, there are more like the many quality of uh, like much much better and much bigger televisions as compared to the old ones. Like the old ones, maximum quality they they could give was just 360p, I guess, yeah. or 480p. And, and now it can give up to 16k. Imagine, yeah. that's a lot. I know, right? It's very crazy. Uh, also to cars, even though we like I, uh, internal combustion engines, the technology in there is still there. But even though we like ICE, is many people want to convert to electric cars or hybrids because they want to save the environment. Yeah, that's a, that's a good thing. We have to protect our environment. Because that's the main thing. We, that's our habitat, as well as, as the animals' habitat as well. Mm-hmm. So, any more news, Chirayu? Um Let's talk about the software, David. The oh, software. Yes. I- the software. I- yes. Okay. So. iOS fourteen software, David. Yes, iOS fourteen point five. Um, email. Sorry, my bad. Uh, Right, rounding up the news, the podcast, the news podcast about tech. We're going to talk about iOS 14.5. Mm, very interesting. So in the upcoming iOS 14.5, there's a new option to unlock an iPhone with Face ID and an Apple Watch paired together. With the Apple Watch authentication providing an extra layer of security, not only this is very good, what's even better is that you can do face ID with a mask, which is very good considering that 
face ID back in the day um, really have a problem with people who are wearing masks. During this pandemic, we are forced to wear masks. But even though this mask mandate helps us, it doesn't help to unlock our phone, which is a bad thing. What do you think, Jirayu? Do you think it's a good idea? Yeah, I think I think that Apple should, you know, come up with this idea because, like, in this pandemic time, we are forced to wear masks, like you said before. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was, so Apple must like make some some sort of uh, improvement in the face ID so that the people should not take out their mask to be in the safe side because if they want to unlock their phone, they have to take out the mask, right, David? So yeah, yeah I think this is a good improvement what Apple made, especially for this COVID time, this pandemic time that customers can, or basically users can um, open their phone without removing the mask. That's a good thing. Yeah. So that's it. That's today's end podcast. And I wish you a very good luck to ourselves. And also take care and stay safe. Goodbye. See you. See you too. <laughs>